Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 is brought to you by edi travel the don crow show right here from the wavafm passport auto group studios now the don crow show The Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. Hello there, folks, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Don Crow Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon. We get to share this time together, talking about what I call matters that matter, issues of significance that you and I get to discuss. But let's learn about it and then get informed and get involved. Find positive and life-affirming ways to make a difference. Now, we're happy again to welcome the uh, listeners to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM. 9:10 a.m. 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Joining us today, along with, of course, all of you uh, very loyal and longtime listeners, right here on 105.1 FM WAVA, and streaming live, of course, uh, all over the world at WAVA.com. Polish stork vanishes from GPS but delivers huge phone, <laughs> huge phone bill. This is a Dateline story. AP out of Warsaw, of Pol- Warsaw, Poland. A Polish environmental group that was using a mobile phone transmitter to track migratory movements of a stork has received a phone bill for, well, in U.S. dollars, $2,650 phone bill after the Boyd went missing in Sudan. And someone started using the chip to make calls. Uh, apparently, uh, like many other storks who nest in Poland in the summer, a summer, this one, an adult stork, began his southern migration to Africa in August of last year. And thanks to a SIM chip transmitter, the ecological group uh, was able to track his GPS movements and, of course, post details about his journey online. The bird's last signal came out of Sudan on April 26th, but later... The group heard some 20 hours of calls that (laughs) had been made using the SIM card in Sudan. Uh, The association had uh, recently said, well, no doubt the bird is probably no longer alive, I would say. All right, uh, some of the stuff that's going on today. Uh, Last count I heard, have you heard a count since Julia Boy's out of the cave? The last I heard was eight out, I think. That's where it is at this stand at this point. I'm sure many of you have been doing 
what others of us have been doing, praying for those boys and their coaches' safe extraction from that uh, cave. They've been in there two or three weeks now, I think. And uh, each hour, of course, narrows uh, the risk uh, of their surviving. So hopefully uh, they will be extracted uh, in the next several hours. Florida man suffered a heart attack while laying sod in his own front yard. This is Hudson, Florida, AP story. And the first responder stepped in and not only helped him physically, but did something else. Uh, Melissa and Jean Work were rushing to finish their yard work in time to avoid a fine. you got to watch these homeowners associations, right? <laughs> uh, apparently they were under the gun for a fine from their homeowners association uh, for not get, if they didn't get their yard work done on time. And Melissa said her husband was so worried about meeting the deadline that uh, while he was drifting in and out of consciousness on the way to the hospital after having his heart attack while trying to get his sod blade, uh, he begged her to keep the grass from dying. Rescue team took notice. After leaving the couple at the hospital, seven firefighters, these are first-class people, right, in our communities as well as this one, seven firefighters returned to the work's home, and finished laying the sod for the couple. Uh, Melissa Work sharing her thanks. Pasco County Fire and Rescue officials saying Sunday on Facebook they believe in helping community wherever we are needed. Kudos to the first responders there and to all of you who work in that field, uh, in any part of it. Uh, You are the heroes, often unsung But, boy, I tell you, when we need you for one reason or another, you're there, and uh, it can't be overstated. Uh, The incredible commitment you make and often the sacrifices and risks you take for us as well. Coming up this hour, Tom Gilson, senior editor at The Stream, is going to join me in a couple of minutes to talk about what he calls a debate that divides Christians but shouldn't. What is it? It's the debate over the young earth theory versus an old earth. We'll get into it a bit with Tom. He himself readily admitting he's no expert on it, uh, nor certainly I suspect as he would suggest none of us or few of us really are. But it's an issue that's having very divisive effect, as it should not, especially in the evangelical community, of all things. Uh, for me, I don't see it as a what we'd call a saving doctrine or a cardinal doctrine whatsoever. Uh, but we'll get Tom's opinion on it uh, as well, uh, and more importantly, in just a couple of minutes. Later this hour, of course, as you know, President Trump set to announce his next nominee to the U.S. Supreme Court at 9 p.m. Eastern time this evening. And Dr. Bruce Ashford, provost and professor of theology and culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, is going to join me a little later on in the hour to share his own thoughts on what he says are three things Americans should want and three things evangelicals really do want in a Supreme Court justice. So we can look forward to that together as well. Next hour, Luan Sabatier of the 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative is going to join me to talk about the growing and severe violations of religious and human rights all over the world growing, sadly, exponentially and globally in terms of geographical expansion, and also going to talk about a special focus 
here in Washington, D.C. this Thursday on the China Prisoners of Conscience Rally. It's going to be held on the East Lawn of the U.S. Capitol from 12 noon until 2 p.m. this coming Thursday. But we want to get into the larger picture behind all of this as well. And she and others have been writing on this, speaking about it. And it's, uh, well, look, uh, I take very seriously the words of Hebrews. Uh, Remember those in adversity as you yourselves in the body. There's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father over and under and in and through us all. We know that, uh, theoretically. But I believe we are, as 21st century Christians, heavily obliged, obligated. It's not an option as far as God's concerned. We are to be advocates for our brothers and sisters. We are to be voices for them. I say in two ways. Horizontally, advocates here on this earth, such as uh, rallies such as this and various other ways in which we can speak our minds on behalf of our fellow believers and all whose human rights are being uh, truncated or abridged in any way. But then and especially before heaven's throne itself, through prayer, we have the obligation to remember those of our brothers and sisters who under great adversity before heaven's throne that God will help, sustain, and keep them, and more. Stay with us. We're going to continue here on The Don Crow Show. The following contains a toll-free number for individuals looking to lose 30 pounds or more. Please pay attention. If you would like to be among the first to try a weight loss supplement that's proven to help you lose weight, please call the toll-free number at the end of this ad. If you do, you will receive a risk-free trial of an exclusive weight loss aid that does not require a prescription. By enrolling in the 30-day risk-free trial, you'll be able to burn fat more quickly by boosting your metabolic heart rate, allowing you to lose weight in days instead of weeks. Be among the first to call and get your trial risk-free. 1-800-507-7923. Again, if you would like to try a proven weight loss supplement that could help you lose 30 pounds or more without a prescription, you may now call for the risk-free trial. Call Acai Fresh now. 1-800-507-7923. 1-800-507-7923. You may begin calling now. 1-800-507-7923. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. 
Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud, Godvine has just what you need. For the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day, join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at Godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's Godvine.com. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. This is the time of year when you want to make sure your air conditioning is operating properly. And as a matter of fact, if you have a plumbing, heating, air conditioning, or an electrical problem, problem solved when you go to AactionHomeServices.com. Or you can call them at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. Happy to share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida, as well, all of us here at WAVA here in Washington, D.C. In a recent column at Stream.org, my guest this hour observed that Christians mostly in evangelical circles, are seriously divided over a hot and long-lasting controversy. And he says it has nothing to do with sex, politics, or money, yet it's alienated young people, it's divided churches, and it drives many from the faith. And he adds that most of the heat on the ground over this controversy comes from people who don't know the issues well enough to form their own opinions. By the way, he includes himself in that batch, and you and me as well, unless we're specialists in this particular field of debate. Uh, Tom Gilson is senior editor of The Stream, author of the new 2016 uh, Parent-Friendly Guide to Keeping Kids in the Faith, you may want to make note of this, called Critical Conversations, a Christian's Parent's Guide to discussing homosexuality with teens. 
Among other things, he's chief editor of True Reason, Christian Responses to the Challenge of, a- Challenge of Atheism, and much more. Tom, it's been a while since we've chatted, but thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me on the show, Don. Uh, this is an indeed a highly volatile issue, but I haven't announced to the folks yet what it is. But it, you do say it has nothing to do with the usual lightning rod, sex, polit- uh, politics, and money. Uh, what is the big controversy and a longstanding one at that? The controversy is over the age of the earth, whether the universe was created recently in six literal 24-hour Earth Day creation events. Um, fashion or whether it's been around for billions of years and boy that's a hot controversy i i hit the publish button on that one and ducked (laughs) (laughs) well it's uh it's uh, one of those things that ought to uh be discussable if you will but certainly never divisive and yet it is why is it become so divisive among Uh, Christians themselves who are supposed to have an unusual level of tolerance toward each other, at least, if not those on the outside. Well, yeah, the history of it, I think, ties back to um, a couple of things. One is a real serious and I think very positive, I know very positive, uh, desire to uphold the truth and the authenticity and the authority of, of Scripture. And then, at the same time, a serious distrust of science that arose out of especially the Darwinian uh, evolution and its attacks on the whole idea of God and of God being creator. And it also arose, I think, out of um, a sense that it was, there's some black and white thinking that it's either one way or the other, and um, that Scripture has to not only be true, but it has to be true the way I read it, which is a dangerous proposition when you consider it was written for people um, at least, you know, four to 6,000 years ago originally. At least that part of Scripture was. Well, is it fair to say there really are some sorts of uh, arguments legitimate on both sides, but neither one is conclusive? I think that's very fair to say. I uh, I had the privilege a while ago there there were a, there was a debate between four men on a stage of a, an apologetics conference. Two of them believed in an old earth and two believed in a young earth. And I I saw them all just before their debate and I said, "Would you all do me a favor?" They looked at me and I I said, "Would you all decide?" And they laughed as <laughs> <laughs> they should have. Because we are not yet at a point where we have enough information on the, um, the, the biblical languages, the biblical cultural questions, the purpose for which and the audience for which Genesis 1 through 3 were written, to know for sure exactly what Genesis 1 was intended to say. And, and, the, and the, um, the jury is still out on the science, too, as, as everybody knows. Well, talk about, in brief, just a nutshell view of each view, the 24-hour day, of course, that's those who believe that uh, the Genesis 1 is just uh, 24, six 24-hour days, and on the uh, seventh 24-hour, he rested, uh, and that all was concluded within 10,000 years, uh, uh, within the last 10,000 years, versus those who say, no, it's a much older Earth, and there's evidence that they would argue that, uh, but... Uh, Perhaps you can express that better as to what the two views really are arguing. Sure. Yeah, you, I think you got the 24-hour day younger if you pretty uh, well summed up there. 
As to the other view, it's actually multiple views, and you'll find different people who say that maybe the word day meant an age, and so it didn't mean literally 24 hours. You've got people who would say that it had to do with um, God revealing prophetically what was going on, um, but after the fact. Um, the, the, the key biblical question here isn't whether the Bible is true or not, because this is a debate between people who all agree the Bible is true. The question a lot has to do with what do you do with Genesis chapter 2, which places things in a different order. It implies that, um, that Adam had all the animals named before Eve was formed, and that would take you know, quite a bit to do in one single day. You know, there are some things in Genesis 2 that don't quite line up with Genesis 1. And then there's also the question of, again, like I said before, what is the original audience, uh, what would they have understood it to be about, and what would they have understood it to say? And it's not necessarily the case that a simple reading of Genesis 1 on, it, on the plain face of it captures all of the facts that we have to deal with biblically. And you really do point out that, uh, sadly, it can strain friendships and relationships. You refer to one man, you called him Mark, and this is someone Mm -hmm. that uh, it really strained your relationship because he discovered that you didn't think the way he did. Right. And the sad thing about it is that Mark was no more well-read in the issues than I was. In fact, I'm pretty sure he was less well-read because it's it's, a— I'm not a specialist, but it's one of the things that I study as a generalist in areas related to it. And and he assumed that because I didn't have the young earth position, that that meant that I was not really necessarily a believer in the Bible. When what what he should have, I wish he had done, and later on he came to do is say, well, Tom, I, I do believe that you're a Christian. You have a different view on this part of it, but I've... I've come to accept that you are a fellow believer after all, and I appreciate that. That's the kind of unity we ought to start with among people who are really serious Bible-believing scholar students, I should say, and um, and not write people off, which I think some people are doing. Now, it might happen both directions. Mm-hmm. I have experienced it one direction. I know other people have experienced it the other way around. It needs to calm down. Uh, from both directions. Well, as you say uh, partway through the piece, barriers like this kill our witness. When we allow these barriers to come up between us as believers, uh, we must remind ourselves, uh, I love the phrase of Francis Schaeffer's little book titled uh, the, the Church Before the Watching World. And the world is watching us in our foolishness sometimes. And these are not cardinal doctrines, I argue. These are not saving doctrines. These are secondary issues right. that uh, if if they were saving doctrines, uh, the Holy Spirit would have been quite clear about them, would he not? I think so. And I, I'm convinced it's clear that there was one original couple that was specially created by God. Adam and Eve are real historical figures. Uh, they were created innocent. They fell in a real fall into sin. I think those are important to understanding the whole uh, condition of the human race and the purpose of the cross and everything else. But I'm not sure that that they had to be within the last 10,000 years in order for that to be the to be the, the core story that it is. Or um, if they were within the last 10,000 years, I'm not sure that the the whole universe had to be just a few days old 
at the time in order for that to be a course to, um, doctrinal um, explanation as it is. Would you, uh, in the end, Tom, uh, place this kind of debate in uh, what Paul warned against, uh, doubtful disputations? I mean, there's a, there's one thing to have a discussion. There's another thing to fight over it and get emotional and actually breach relationships. Yes, I agree. And it uh, we don't need factions over it. Um, that that's just unhelpful. And the and the world is watching us, and they're seeing us um, land in um, in hard dogmatic positions on things with uh, with which we are not totally familiar, and they see that as not being intellectually responsible, and they're right when they see it that way. We should be intellectually responsible, and we should be loving and united with one another. In the process. Amen to that. Thank you, my friend. Good to talk with you. We'll talk again. Thank you, Don. Always a pleasure. Tom Gilson, you'll find his work as senior editor at The Stream. As a matter of fact, this particular column is there for you to take a look at. Young, Earth, or Old? The debate that divides Christians but shouldn't. And as a matter of fact, uh, it's worth your looking at just in and of itself. A lot more in it than we had time for. But it does end with a call to humility at the end of the piece. Uh, He says, I say we all need some humility in this. Very few of us are experts. We need to quit pretending we have expert knowledge. Now, in his own part, he said, I'm pretty sure old earth creationism is true, but I know I could be wrong. I know a few young earth creationists who also recognize they could be wrong. And I think that's a good place to leave it, folks. Stay with us. We have more here on the Don Crow Show. Hi, this is Tony Bunkley. As you may know, Bill's on the road to full recovery, and the whole family's looking forward to having you along on our pilgrimage to the Holy Land this November. Bill's worked closely with Boaz Shalgi and EDI Travel to craft an incredible itinerary. We traveled with EDI last year, and our trip was so inspirational. This time we want you with us as we visit Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, even Petra in Jordan, and so much more. You can see it all, including Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy and a special dinner at Boaz Private Residence. As someone in the travel industry, let me say that this all-inclusive trip at just $3,925 is an incredible value. Join me, Bill and Zach, on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage, November 10th through the 19th. Call 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. I'll personally answer all of your questions or check out all the details at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. What are the laws on obscenities in public places? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. That are blockbuster that we go to. They um, have a game in the Xbox section called Playboy the Mansion. I wanted it off the shelf or put behind the counter, and he said there's nothing they can do about it. It is rated mature. It has nudity. It has sexual contact in the game. I wonder if there's anything I can do as a citizen about that. Well, number one, when they say there's nothing they can do about that, that's absolutely incorrect. Of course they can put those particularly rated video games in a particular area that's not available to the general population. They can put it either behind the counter or a designated 
designated area in the store. Number two, don't shop there if, in fact, they're not responsive to you. And I will tell you that you have the right to do that without the fear of any kind of legal repercussions. So I would encourage you in that regard and get your voice heard. The American Center for Law and Justice is dedicated to protecting your religious and constitutional freedoms. Visit us at ACLJ.org. That's ACLJ.org. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Ron Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Show's brought to you in part by Local Expert Realty, where Realtor Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. Now, if you want to talk to her, here's her number, 866-404-5858. That's 866 866- 404-5858 or go to soldin58.com on the web. That's soldin and the numbers 58.com. With President Trump expected to announce his nominee for the Supreme Court tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, of course, to fill the vacancy in the court created by the retirement of Justice Anthony Kennedy, My guest this hour suggests that there are three things Americans should want and that there are three things evangelicals really want in a Supreme Court nominee. Joining me to talk more about it, Dr. Bruce Riley Ashford, provost and professor of theology and culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Dr. Ashford's a regular contributor for Fox News Opinion, also featured on NPR USA Today, Heritage Foundation's Daily Signal, author or co-author of some five books, including his most recent, 
Letters to an American Christian, available, by the way, now at Amazon.com. And you can find out more about him and his work at his website, BruceAshford.net. Dr. Ashford, welcome to the show. It's an honor to have you with us. Don, thank you so much. Uh, these are, these are uh, you know, uh, big times in uh, D.C. and in America. <laughs> Incredible. They certainly are. Most would agree that every appointment to the nation's highest court is always very important. But why is this one particularly so, or really is it? You know, you're right that every, every Supreme Court nomination is, is an event, a big event and one of just momentous consequence. Um, this one is a big one, even bigger than the big ones, I think, because we have a chance to solidify uh, where we would have five Supreme Court justices who are textualists or who tend to be originalists and textualists who will rule according to the Constitution and who won't uh, feel the liberty to ta- insert things into the Constitution that aren't there and uh, de- delete things that they'd like to delete. So it is a big moment. And it's also a rare time when Republicans have uh, control of uh, Congress and uh, of the president who will be doing the nominating. So it's a big moment. And uh, there's also swing votes, you know, that are in play. Susan Collins is always sort of, you know, uh, a swing vote on these things is Republican, pro-choice Republican. And then you've also got two or three Democratic senators who are in red states whose constituents probably want them to vote to confirm whoever President Trump nominates. So big drama. And I suspect on those three Democrats there'd be uh, uh, extra pressure because of the fact that they let Gorsuch uh, get on this uh, on the Supreme Court. Uh, it was with their support that he got on. Did it, is it not? Yeah, that's right. And, 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 you know, we've got midterms coming up and uh, just the timing of this is very interesting. And there, you know, it's there's so much debate on this. On the left right now, the rhetoric is heated and almost hysterical. I mean, the, the stuff that's being said today, you know, they're saying and, and they're upset because it, it looks like Roe v. Wade might be able to be overturned. Now, that would take a while if it did happen, but it is possible. Um, but you know, they're saying things today like the next Democratic president and uh, Congress should work together to increase the number of Supreme Court representatives to 11 mm. and then nominate two uh, sort of left-leaning judges. It's all kinds of interesting things. On the right, the debate is really a little uh, – uh, it's not heated at all. It's an intramural contest between some highly qualified candidates, in my opinion, and, and in the opinion of uh, – in bi- bipartisan opinion, actually. On that latter point, uh, we'll take a break in a moment and then come back to the three things Americans should want and three things, as you say, evangelicals really do want. But before that, what's your assessment of the roster from which the president will be apparently choosing tonight? Uh, You've already uh, intimated all of them would be good candidates. Uh, Any of them stand out above others as far as you're concerned? Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, he said earlier today that there were still four in the running. Uh, kind of, uh, at least in terms of the public eye, and that'd be Amy Coney Barrett, Thomas Hardiman, Brett Kavanaugh, and Raymond Kethledge. Um, today they're saying that they, uh, Wall Street Journal said that they think it's narrowed down to Thomas Hardiman and Brett Kavanaugh. If I were picking, so I can be happy with any of them, I think Kavanaugh and Hardiman would be my last choices, and they're probably being picked because it might be easier, easier to push through. If I were picking, I would pick Amy Coney Barrett. I just published an article in her favor today. Uh, she is very strong pro-life. She's a woman. She's only 46 years old. So that, I mean, I, I think that's who I'd pick, but I'll be happy with any of the four. 
We'll take a break and come back and continue with Dr. Bruce Ashford, Provost, Professor of Theology and Culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. And you can check his own website out at bruceashford.net. His book's available at Amazon, Letters to an American Christian. Before we end the visit, I'll ask him to describe that for you as well. We'll be back. Checking your inbox? Open encouragement here. Weekday mornings at 9, it's Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. What a great opportunity for you to share Christ with your child just by telling them, I know I'm going to heaven. Here's why. And at 9.30, Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. The devil wants us to sin because he would rather fight us in our strength than the power of the Holy Spirit. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. 800-776-6094. You love the Bible. You read the stories as a child. What if you could see them come to life? In Israel, black and white scriptures transform into powerful living color. Picture this. Yesterday, you stood at the Sea of Galilee and were baptized in the Jordan River. Today, you explore the remains of Nazareth. Tomorrow, on to Jerusalem, where every path leads toward the life of Christ and the story of God's purpose on earth. These moments can be yours when you join Tony and Lois Evans for Experience Israel 2018, November 7th through 16th. Come experience the legendary land of Israel and be led into the presence of God. Accompanied by gifted worship artists Anthony Evans and Meredith Andrews, your time in Israel is sure to be rich with spiritual meaning and impact. Visit letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. Or call 855-448-7226 and book your journey to Israel today. I'm Bill Carl, and you know for years we've been helping families just like yours with half-price tuition to great Christian schools at christiantuitions.com. And for years parents have asked, is this for real? It absolutely is. Here's a recent conversation with Natasha Sherwood, headmaster at Tampa Bay Christian Academy. I literally can remember the first kid who five years ago took up the half price tuition mm-hmm. discount from you all. The look on that mom's face, she's like, I don't know if I bought into a scam or not. I, this is, you know, and she sat in our office just crying that it wasn't and that yeah. she wasn't able to bring her kid. And you all have helped shape our goals. I mean, when I saw that face, I was like, there are people out there who don't know they can afford it. And we have aggressively tried to meet that need. So thank you because you've helped shape who we try to be. For years, we've made it our goal to help families afford a private Christian school education through ChristianTuitions.com. Great Christian schools are already enrolling for next year, so hurry today to ChristianTuitions.com for half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. Choose your child's school today at ChristianTuitions.com. Do you love a high? 
hot dog or hamburger at the ball game? Then you need to bring your appetite to Spectrum Field every Monday. Your $14 ticket includes all you can eat. That's right, you can chow down on all of your ballpark favorites, like hamburgers and hot dogs and many other concession favorites. All you care to eat. Just $14 gets you a ticket to the game and all you can eat. Make sure you come hungry. Visit threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball, get hooked. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Don Crow Show on WAVA, also on Faith Talk 570 AM, 9, 10 AM, 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida, the Bill Bunkley Show. And we're talking with Dr. Bruce Ashford, provost of professor at, of theology and culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. Again, his website, BruceAshford.net. We're going to be talking about his book, as a matter of fact, as we proceed through this conversation. But, Dr. Ashford, before we get into those three things that you say uh, evangelicals especially want in a Supreme Court justice, uh, a little more on uh, the uh, lady that you mentioned earlier, Amy, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. I know you're well aware of some of the criticism so far, and one was that uh, she's not had enough bench time, if you will, as of yet, uh, to really be ready to sit on the court. Of course, that's probably coming primarily from the left. But also there are those who say it would be better to hold her nomination to perhaps a second time around when perhaps this president, if re- if reelected, gets to, or even before his first term's up, he gets to replace somebody like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. What's your thought? Yeah, those are you know good uh, good questions. In terms of bench time, it's true that if she has a weakness, I think it's that she's only been on the bench a little over a year with the um, Court of Appeals. But uh, I would also note that uh, all of her colleagues at Notre Dame Law, 49 of them, Democratic and Republican, and, uh, and a number of other bipartisan legal experts have said they have absolutely no reservations about her, her smarts, her chops, and her ability to do this job and do it well. Um, then this, secondly, you know, I would certainly take it if she could replace, for example, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I would be I'm very fine with that. But I think, you know, this might be our only shot. Mm. Uh, who knows what's going to happen at uh, mm. midterms, and yeah. uh, this is our only shot. And I would really like to have a conservative woman mm-hmm. on the court. That makes so. sense. Well, in light of that, this kind of leads us to your three things, if you will, that evangelicals really want in the Supreme Court justice. And it seems that the first one uh, kind of is reflected in exchange between her and uh, Dianne Feinstein regarding religious liberty, if you will, and religious convictions. But take us to the three things uh, that you say we really need and want as evangelicals in a nominee. Yeah, so the first thing is we want a nominee who will defend religious liberty. And this is not a boogeyman that I'm putting out there. This is, this is real. This has to be done. So there are a number of folks on the left, not everyone on the left, but there are some powerful people on the left who would like to restrict our religious liberty so that instead of freedom of, uh, to exercise our religion in, publicly, in, in public, that we would have something like freedom of private worship. We could worship and whisper about it in our homes and in our churches, but not bring it out in public. This is an example of this is the chairman of the United States Civil Rights Commission, Martin Castro, who in a public document two years ago said that the phrases religious liberty and religious freedom uh, basically stand for uh, our code words that evangelicals use uh, to mask discrimination, intolerance, racism, sexism, homophobia, and so forth. 
And while there may be and are some Christians who use it in that way, that is not what the vast majority of us want. It's not hypocrisy and it's not bigotry. It's a sincere desire for American citizens to be able to live according to their deepest convictions. So that's number one, religious liberty. Number two, we want a nominee who will act as a Supreme Court justice instead of a Muslim mullah. What I mean by that is this. In Islam, um, a theologian is called a lawyer. And all of their lawyers are actually also theologians, and the lines are blurred. In America, that's not the case. We determined, our, the founding fathers determined, and they were right, that on matters of high moral importance, that uh, we don't want nine begowned lawyers making decisions for us. And that if we want to revise the Constitution and insert uh, something moral or a right of some sort, that we do it through we the people, by the legislature. And so we don't want Supreme Court justices who are inserting their opinions and inserting rights in the Constitution that didn't exist to begin with. We want justices who will interpret the Constitution as it was written, as it was understood. So they're lawyers, not moral philosophers. Uh, Bill William Buckley one time said, I'm going to adapt one of his statements and say, listen, I, I would rather uh, the first 9,000 people in the North Carolina phone book, I live in North Carolina, to make those sorts of decisions than I would the nine justices on the Supreme Court. Mm. The third thing we want is we want a nominee who will be willing to reject unconstitutional precedents. Now, there's a, a fancy um, a phrase uh, called stare decisis, which is sort of a legal rule of thumb that judges – what you want to do as a general rule is not overturn precedent. But it's a rule of thumb. It's not the law of the land. And there are some decisions that are unconstitutional or that are badly reasoned from, from other legal precedents, and we want to overturn those. And the first one I'd want to overturn is Roe v. Wade. That was an unconstitutional – an insertion of a right to privacy and therefore a right to abortion that did not exist in the Constitution, that should have gone before the people of the United States through the legislature, and it didn't. I'd like to see it overturned. And we have every right to call on the Democrats to be consistent because there are other unjust, unconstitutional laws in past history that they have uh, argued must be overturned and were. Am I right? Oh, yeah. This is cherry picking. I mean, all of a sudden you've got some Democratic politicians who, you know, the deepest conviction in their life right now is that um, stare decisis should be upheld. But uh, would they want to have upheld uh, the 1896 Plessy versus uh, Ferguson decision? Uh, which upheld racial segregation laws. Would they like to uphold that one? No, they wouldn't want to uphold it, and rightly so. They want to overturn it. And uh, we think the, the same thing. And, and let me make an ironic contrast for just a moment. Speaking of slavery, just as it looked like our country had gotten over uh, its uh, um, the flaw, the deep injustice of taking an entire class of human beings, black people, and considering them um, inferior – and not deserving of justice and equality, just right after that, the civil rights movement in the 60s, in 1973 we have Roe v. Wade, which took in a, another entire class of people, unborn babies, and said that they would not be guaranteed justice and equality. And so, so many ironies in the fire. Well, we'll take one more break, come back, and conclude the uh, brief conversation with my guest, Dr. Bruce Ashford. Stay with us. And again, his book will elaborate more on these things, Letters to an American Christian. You can check it out at Amazon.com. His website is BruceAshford.net. Stay with us.
Don't let the morning rush keep you from God's Word. Weekday mornings at 8, it's Moments of Hope with David Chadwick. Be the people of God. Love God and love your neighbor. And we will live as the republic that our founding fathers in God so desire. And at 8.30, Turning Point with David Jeremiah. Ever since my kids can remember, I've been telling them about Jesus and trying to lead them to Him. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh. All you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it, so do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications. The same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling. Cultivating a love of learning through a Christian worldview. Our mission is to equip parents to classically educate their children at home, to know God, and to make Him known. Here is Classical Conversations founder, Lee Bortons. Today I'll be discussing the state of homeschooling worldwide with Classical Conversations graduate Chris Blackburn. Hey, Chris. Hi, Lee. I know you sponsored and attended all of the Global Home Education Conferences. I'm curious, what are personal struggles faced by other homeschoolers in other countries? You know, they're the same as we have here in this country. I just came back from a GHEC in Moscow, and there was four things that people asked me about over and over again. One was, my family doesn't support me. What can I do about that? And of course, I just said, persevere and keep loving them. Second one is finding homeschooling or like-minded friends for not just the kids, but for the adults, too, because they knew that they needed somebody to, to support them. The third one, which I don't have experience with, but I was asked a lot, was what about homeschooling in a flat? And at first I was perplexed by that, and then I came to understand that their apartments are very small. And they had in mind that they needed to have a separate room for a school. And I just said, no, you just wash your dining room table off and you homeschool there. And then the fourth one that they asked a lot about was faith. A lot of parents came up to me and wanted to know what they could do to help their children maintain their faith as they became adults. So people are just people everywhere. You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bortons. The classical education model has produced some of the greatest minds in human history, from Aristotle and Augustine to Shakespeare and C.S. Lewis. How can you apply this model to your homeschool? 
To learn more about Classical Christian Community, visit ClassicalConversations.com. That's ClassicalConversations.com. Show on WADA, also on 570 AM, 910 AM, 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida, via the Bill Bunkley Show. Talking for just a couple more minutes with Dr. Bruce Ashford. He is provost and professor of theology and culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. His website is bruceashford.net. And uh, Dr. Ashford, in this last moment or two, of course, as you've already alluded, there's some resistance that's certainly going to be mounted it would be an easier thing if the Republicans would not uh, would not betray their own party, but that's long been the problem with Susan Collins and Murkowski and others. Uh, in a, in any event, how do you see this playing out in terms of uh, the battle? Will it be uh, brief uh, skirmishes or be a long uh, held out uh, bloodletting, so to speak? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'm not sure. I've given up trying to be a, a prophet on political <laughs> issues. <laughs> uh, you know, it looks like uh, it right now. It looks like the president's going to nominate one of the safer candidates who will be more palatable for Susan Collins and maybe for the couple of Democratic senators to vote for. But you never know. This president uh, might call it audible and nominate someone like Barrett. If it's a Barrett, it's going to be a longer battle, but it could be a bigger win. Um, if if it's uh, Hardiman or uh, Kavanaugh. It'd probably be, I think, a little bit, sh- maybe a little bit shorter and a little bit more of a, a sure thing, but I think it's going to be. I think it's going to get ugly. Now, I know the president, and I think rightly, is going to avoid. Uh, he's been uh, being pushed to ask that question about his view versus overturning Roe v. Wade. He'd be extremely unwise to even address that. I think uh, my own uninformed uh, idea about it. But beyond that. Uh, where do the various candidates he's on his list stand in this regard, or do we know? Are they all equally as pro-life as, say, uh, one or two uh, that we're aware of are, such as uh, Barrett? Yeah, you know, it's 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 really difficult to know for sure. And, um, you know, I've relied on the Heritage Foundation, Federalists, and some of these other sites to do sort of comparison and contrast. As best I can tell, on the pro-life issue, the strongest one is Amy Coney Barrett, and that's why you're going to see just Im- – viscerally emotional, just even violent language used, uh, or, or uh, not physically violent, but just uh, linguistically, uh, linguistic violence, uh, you know, sort of pointed in her direction. But, um, and then I think Kavanaugh and uh, the, the other two uh, will rule according to constitutional precedent, which means we'll, we'll be faithful to the Constitution. I'll try to interpret it the way that it was intended, which means that we've got a shot at Roe v. Wade being overturned, even if that's not their deepest personal conviction. Well, on that note, we have to break. I'd love to have you back to talk more about this as it unfolds. Hope we can do that. Yeah, thank you so much. Great to be on the show. Again, Dr. Bruce Ashford, Provost, Professor of Theology and Culture at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. And one more time, his website is his name, bruceashford.net. He has a book that you can check out at Amazon as well, Letters to an American Christian, and it kind of Uh, fleshes out those three points that he made, three things that evangelicals really want in a Supreme Court justice. And again, the book's called Letters to an American Christian. That's it for this hour here on The Don Crow Show.
We're here to give you strength between Sundays. The author of the book of Hebrews said, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, exhorting one another. Be accountable to somebody. We're here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The Trump administration has named the Sherpa for President Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee even before the nominee has been named. Correspondent Linda Kenyon explains. The Sherpa guides the nominee through every step of the confirmation process, ferrying a nominee from meeting to meeting and ironing out the logistics. The Sherpa this time is former Arizona Republican Senator John Kyle. He follows in the footsteps of former New Hampshire Republican Senator Kelly Ayotte. She was the Sherpa for now Justice Neil Gorsuch. Other Sherpas include Democratic Senator Charles Schumer, who is now Senate Minority Leader. He served as Sherpa for now Justice Sonia Sotomayor. And former Republican Senator Dan Coats, who is now the Director of National Intelligence, was the Sherpa for Justice Samuel Alito. Linda Kenyon, Washington. The president will reveal his choice at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. A U.S. government attorney says authorities will release roughly half the immigrant children under age five who are still in custody after reuniting them with their families. More than 2,000 children have been held in shelters after being separated from their parents at the U.S.-Mexico border. That's under the Trump administration's zero-tolerance policy. A federal judge has ordered the administration to reunify parents with all children under five by tomorrow. A government attorney says authorities will release 50 children. That's about half of the kids under age five who are still in custody. Shelley Adler, Washington. The official heading the Thai cave rescue operation says the poor boys brought out of the flooded cave by divers on Monday are safe and conscious and now in a hospital. The official also told the news conference that Monday's operation, which was the second day of a high-stakes rescue effort, took less time than Sunday's because of the experience accumulated and more people involved. On Wall Street, the Dow by 323 points. The Nasdaq rose 68. The S&P advanced 24. More on these stories at townhall.com. You work hard to recruit the best talent for your business, so you understand how important benefits are. Today's candidates are looking for more than just insurance and retirement accounts. They want benefits they can use every day and perks that help them achieve that all-important work-life balance. With Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions, you can create the healthy office culture they're looking for, where employees can move more throughout the day, so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. The new Veridesk ProDesk 60 Electric is the perfect way to create your active workspace. It's a commercial-grade electric standing desk that lets you sit or stand with the touch of a button, and it assembles in under five minutes with no need for professional installers or labor costs. The ProDesk 60 Electric ships for free. And thanks to our 30-day guarantee, if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. To learn how you can try the ProDesk 60 Electric in your office, visit veridesk.com slash radio. That's V-A-R-I-Desk.com slash radio. The British government says Boris Johnson, the foreign secretary, has resigned amid a widening split in the cabinet over Brexit. Theresa May's office said in a terse statement that the prime minister had accepted the foreign secretary's resignation and would name a replacement soon. 
Boris Johnson quitting adds to divisions over Brexit that threaten to tear apart the government. Johnson, one of the best-known and most flamboyant members of the government, quit just hours after the resignation late Sunday of Brexit Secretary David Davis, the government's top EU negotiations official. Charles de Ledesma, London. And in an update to that story, British Prime Minister Theresa May has named Jeremy Hunt to the job of Foreign Secretary after the resignation of Boris Johnson. Hunt, who had been the Health Secretary is considered one of May's most loyal ministers. Hunt, who backed the Remain side in Britain's 2016 EU membership referendum. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. Let's not talk about glory. Let's talk about suffering. It's the cross, then the crown. It's humiliation, then the exaltation. Guys, are you up for that? In God's goodness, they were up for it. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Affordable family fun is what you get with every Clearwater Threshers game at Spectrum Field. See the stars of tomorrow playing today in the Florida State League. There's lots of promotions, too, including Saturday fireworks, concerts, Dollar Tuesdays, Feeding Frenzy Mondays, Tijuana Flats Taps and Tacos Thursdays, and Brunch on Sundays. Find out more in the complete schedule by going to their website at threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball. Get hooked. Finding Faith Together, the new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is brought to you by EDI Travel. AVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. It's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM WAVA. Hey, how are you doing, folks? Hello there. Welcome to Monday edition of the Don Crow Show. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we get to hang out together, talk about stuff going on. I call them matters that matter, issues of significance that you and I want to learn about. But the whole point is get informed and get involved. Find positive, life-affirming ways. Make a difference. I've argued for years, if you are a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and a student of his word... You have relevance. You have certainly you have destiny God intended. He said in Matthew 5, as you know, you are the salt of the earth. Definite article, exclusive, the only salt there, the earth has, and you are the only light the world has. Well, those are tall orders, but he has promised to make us adequate to the task if we'll do our part. Anyway, we're glad you're with us. Happy to again share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on 570 a.m., 9, 10 a.m. and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. As well as all of you here on 105.1 FM WAVA. And, of course, the show streams live uh, 24-7. The entire WAVA programming streaming live all over the world at WAVA.com. Coming up this hour in a few minutes, we'll talk with Luann Sabatier of the 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative I hope you make note of that website, 21wilberforce.org. It's a great organization 
uh, our good friend Congressman Frank Wolf, uh, tw- I think a twenty. Uh, how many terms was he? Uh, do you remember, Julie? She'll look it up or get it for me. I want to say ten terms at least. I think it was even longer. Anyway, from the tenth district here in uh, in Virginia, great representative for many years, and now in these years of retirement, he's anything but retired as he continues to be a strong voice for religious freedom, human rights around the world. And that really is uh, part of the agenda of 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Now, we're going to be talking with Luann about uh, a special focus on religious rights uh, rights abridgments and uh, violations all over the world and a particular focus on the China Prisoners of Conscience rally, which will be held on the East Lawn of the U.S. Capitol here in Washington from 12 noon to 2 p.m., this coming term, this coming uh, Thursday, I, I, I see. I was going to say seventeen terms. Uh, my brain, my brain hasn't completely failed me. Just uh, it tends to wander. <laughs> I have to go looking for it. Oh uh, yes, a Christian church in Laurel, Maryland, has received a cease and desist order from the city of Laurel. Christiana, Christiana Holcomb is an attorney with ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom, and she'll join us later this hour with the details of that case as well. Meanwhile, Christian Post article, Episcopal Church Closer to Revising Official Prayer Book to Include Inclusive, Expansive Language for God. Now, words like that by their really become euphemisms for compromise, as far as I'm concerned, more often than not. They sound good. Uh, I mean, who could be opposed to more inclusive and expansive language in and of itself? Well, uh, as this piece says, uh, the Episcopal Church, one step closer to revising their official book of common prayer to do just that, include more inclusive and expansive language for both God and humanity. What does that translate to? At the mainline denomination 79th General Convention in Austin, Texas, the House of Deputies voted to adopt a resolution that approved approved beginning a revision process to the 1979 Common Book of Prayer, or rather Book of Common Prayer, that will in fact likely remove masculine language for God. Known as Resolution A068, the measure passed on Saturday, clergy voting 63 yes, 30 no, 17 divided, laity voting 69 yes, 26 no, 15 divided, uh, resolved that such revision utilize inclusive and expansive language and imagery for humanity and divinity, states the resolution in part. That that, uh, such revision will utilize the riches of Holy Scripture and our church's liturgical, cultural, racial, generational, linguistic, gender, physical ability, and ethnic diversity in order to share common worship. So reads the resolution. If passed by the House of Bishops, which is the other legislative house of the bicameral general convention of the Episcopal Church, the Denomination will appropriate approximately $1.9 million to the Standing Commission on Liturgy and Music for the 2019-21 triennium to work on the process. Estimated final cost may be as high as $8 million. 
And uh, many expect the revision process of the prayer book to involve implementing more gender-neutral language for God than presently exists in the 1979 version. Another goal is to broaden the marriage right to allow for same-gender ceremonies. While same-sex weddings are allowed in the Episcopal Church, the Book of Common Prayer has not yet been edited to include such rights, etc., etc., etc. Many have expressed opposition to the revision proposal, some noting that adding more gender-inclusive language for God runs contrary to Scripture and tradition. Uh, In fact, one uh, Episcopal News Service reader asked, I think a rather salient question, who are we to change references to God? Uh, The Jews have used the male pronoun Elohim to refer to God for thousands of years. And indeed, this came to my mind as well. This person said, our Father who art in heaven, has been passed down to us over centuries, and now we are special enough to change it? This doesn't sit well with me. Well, I suspect it doesn't sit well with a lot of Episcopalians and perhaps others as well. In any event, uh, so the uh, uh, line of uh, history moves forward, for good or ill, I guess you'd say. And it's just one of those news stories we wanted to pass along to you. But we are going to be talking about other issues as well, and these are... All of these things, uh, such as that, are uh, of more than passing significance. Now, uh, the uh, discussion we had in the last hour with Tom Gilson about young earth versus old earth, I've never, i got to tell you, I've never lost a moment's sleep over that issue. Now, I have a smattering of understanding of both views, but I also realize, as I said in my conversation with Tom Gilson, this is not a saving doctrine. And it should never, ever come to the point of anger and rancor and even rupturing uh, Christian relationships. I remind myself often, as Schaefer liked to call it, we are walking before the church is walking in front of, if you will, or before the watching world. And I think we have profound obligation to live up to Christ's command to love one another. And by this, he said, all men will know that you're my disciples that you love each other. And on secondary issues of doctrine and teaching, we should never allow uh, rancorous division to occur. Anyway, we have more to talk about. Stay with us. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 800-651-3235. 
That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Hi, this is Tony Bunkley. As you may know, Bill's on the road to full recovery, and the whole family's looking forward to having you along on our pilgrimage to the Holy Land this November. Bill's worked closely with Boaz Shalgi and EDI Travel to craft an incredible itinerary. We traveled with EDI last year, and our trip was so inspirational. This time, we want you with us as we visit Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, even Petra in Jordan, and so much more. You can see it all, including Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy and a special dinner at Boaz Private Residence. As someone in the travel industry, let me say that this all-inclusive trip at just $3,925 is an incredible value. Join me, Bill and Zach, on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage, November 10th through the 19th. Call 813-515-1510. That's 813-515-1510. I'll personally answer all of your questions or check out all the details at letstalkfaith.com. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Summer travel season's here. Now's the time to plan that family vacation you'll remember forever. Travel Cat's pre-planned packages make it so easy. Just pack your wardrobe. Whether you want to take that special trip to Washington, D.C., New York City, California, or go international, Travel Cat's will create the perfect worry-free trip within an affordable budget. Travel Cat's are the custom travel experts putting together unforgettable travel experiences. Call 352-277-7300 or visit TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Show being brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Say, you can take your own virtual internet tour of one of their dealerships in the area. Just go to PassportAuto.com. Maybe you want to check out BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. Passport also has a wide selection of certified pre-owned vehicles from which you may want to choose. Find your nearest dealership at PassportAuto.com. 
Coming to you here on WAVA and also on 570 AM, 910 AM and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Delighted to be able to share the uh, show today with our good friends, listeners to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk. In a recent opinion piece at TheHill.com, Illinois Republican Congressman Randy Heltgren and Massachusetts Democrat James McGovern, co-chairs of the bipartisan Tom Lantos Human Rights Commission in Congress, observed with more journalists and activists imprisoned and tortured, religious minorities persecuted and political dissidents suppressed every year, now is the moment for the United States to stand up for these human rights and democratic principles when they are threatened abroad. And they added that the United States cannot ignore these injustices nor let these human rights defenders fight alone. There's much more to the column. You can check it out at thehill.com. But coming up this Thursday, in concert with this whole theme of the suffering of the world and the religious viola- the uh, religious rights violations that are growing exponentially, there's a rally here in our nation's capital from 12 noon to 2 p.m. that we want you to know about. Joining us with more information about it, Luanne Sabatier, Director of Strategy and Communications for the 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Luanne, always good to talk with you. Thanks for the time today. Hi, Don. Glad to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Before we get into this particular rally uh, itself, China Prisoners of Conscience Rally, give us more of the larger picture that uh, these congressmen are concerned about and referring to that really is global in its uh, impact and its scope. It's increasing exponentially all over the world, isn't it? No, it, it most certainly is. And and you are so gracious to allow us to come on and uh, every week and share with your listeners about uh, not just various countries, but individuals and, and to put a face and a story on persecution. And and uh, prisoners of conscience are is a term, and a lot of times you hear it POC, that, that is used a lot. But those are individuals in any country uh, that are, uh, it's a reference term for when they are jailed or under house arrest for uh, what they believe or their activities. Often you hear it uh, for, their, uh, for political dissidents. But what you may not be aware are there are literally hundreds of thousands around the world that are tortured or persecuted or imprisoned, like Andrew Brunson, for their faith. And when they're in prison for their faith or under house arrest, the term is they are a prisoner of conscience. So they do not want to sell out what they believe, what they feel in their conscience. So that's that's what the term means. And what we're finding right now, more and more journalists and 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 people of faith are, and religious minorities are suppressed, um, really, it's really one of the more critical times for the United States to stand up. And one of the things that has happened, when you reference the Hill um, article that came out actually today, is Congress Congress has done two things. They, they've gotten behind it and said, we want to defend the freedoms of these people. So they have a Defending Freedoms Project, and they are encouraging every single member of Congress to adopt and have their own prisoner of conscience that they make awareness of, maybe that they pray for, that they 
that they uh, advocate for their release. So that's called the Defending Freedoms Project. Similarly, you've heard us talk about the Commission on Religious Freedom, USERF. They they have their program for the same thing. It's called Prisoners of Conscience, and the commissioners go out and try to advocate in ways of awareness, just like you, Don, have done for Pastor Andrew Brunson. There are so many of these people we could spend the hour just listing them. Sadly, yeah. uh, that is a sad fact. As you're saying, and I was reminded of a, uh, a, a column I have here right now in hand by Bill Gertz. We didn't get the chance last week with him to talk about it. We were talking about his recent trip to China with uh, Secretary Mattis. But he pointed out uh, Pastor John Chow, I believe it is, a permanent resident in the United States from North Carolina, sentenced to seven years in prison in China yeah. earlier this year. Uh, on charges he was organizing illegal border crossings from China into the ethnic enclave in Burma known as the Autonomous Wa State. Uh, so that's the sort of thing, if you want to comment on that case as well, but there are so many of these well, that there we don't are, hear about. And and, and also, and, and not only the cases, but sometimes what we do is we get frustrated. And so even before we talk about the rally, let me tell you, they just want a sliver of a hope to know somebody is praying for and thinking about them. I recently learned, this isn't China, but in North Korea, uh, they have a campaign where they're doing it right as we speak, on a free North Korean coalition um, where the defectors coming out for their faith. What they do is they get messages in from congressmen, and they broadcast them in on North Korea free radio. And people who have gotten out who have been defectors have said, I held on and listened to that message in my mind that my congressman cared enough mm. to send me a message that, that he knows I'm that for my faith that I'm here. Um, so I, I, I want to just impress upon people that we think we can't make a difference, but for them – it's not just, um, you know, for their release, but just for their hope, knowing that they're not walking alone. Of course, they have their faith, but the, we are we are suffering with them and praying for them. It's huge. Talk about this event coming up Thursday. It's open to the public. Of course, uh, we welcome those who can attend. But take us there. What's it going to be like it and is. where should they go? What what is encouraging is several organizations, uh, China Aid, uh, Freedom House, the Lantos, Tom Lantos Foundation for Human Rights, 21 Wilberforce, and even Amnesty International um, have all come together to say, let's put a spotlight on right now. Uh, for several reasons, not only some particular cases, it is the one-year anniversary of the death of Lou Jabot, the Nobel Peace Laureate. He died in detention, and his wife's still under house arrest. But, but with so much about China in the news, we want to put the spotlight on Chinese prisoners of conscience. So what it is is lunchtime. If you're in Washington, D.C., and you've got the kids Get them in the van and come downtown on the east lawn of the Capitol, the house side, at noon, 12 to 1. Or if you're on your lunch hour or you work downtown, show up for one hour. Listen to some speakers. Confirmed speakers are Senator Ted Cruz, Congressman Randy Holtgren, uh, uh, Congressman Frank Wolf. 
uh, Uyghur leader uh, Rebia Kadir, uh, the, the head, the chairman of the USERF uh, Commission, Tenjin Dorji. These are incredible champions for human rights and religious freedom. And even the congressman uh, Jim McGovern, the ones, the two who wrote the article, they're you know they're taking time out of their day for their lunch hour. We've got uh, coverage on television, and what we're going to do is be holding up also photos of specific prisoners of conscience that you can find their different pictures on China Aid or on Amnesty International site. And, and, and with the banner, it basically is a rally, a coming together to say that these people right now in China, that they matter. And and let me tell you something, Don, you know this. You know the power of the media and, and WAVA and the power of the Internet. And the message will travel. The message will travel that this was on um, uh, Congress's mind. And at the same time, the Congress has said, we're going to pass a Prisoner of Conscience Day bill. So that's winding through the House. It's also to show all of Congress that we're supporting that. So, again, it's Thursday the 12th at noon. No dress code, just show up, and if you don't have a prisoner of conscience photo, that's okay. We'll have some extras or just come and, um, you know, gather together. It's, you know, we always say, what can I do? Well, we know, Don, you can pray, but this is something where you can join. And um, it'll be loaded up in about five minutes. If you want more information, you can go to 21wilberforce.org, and we have a tab up there that says China, and we are posting as we speak the information about this rally. But um, um, it, it's just really critical. There's so many times where we can't, we can't attend these events or do things, and, and this is simply, and I think you'll be inspired and motivated. It's very humbling. Well, we've been doing this show since uh, late 1997. Actually, we started talking about the persecuted church almost from day one. Mm -hmm. And uh, through the years, I've shared with Frank Wolf the uh, sadness that more weren't aware, but I am in uh, were were not engaged and, and aware at all levels, church, politicians, whatever. I'm very encouraged by what you're telling us that the politicians themselves. More and more of them are becoming aware and engaged, and that's really a, a breath of fresh air. It's so it's so critical that everybody do something. You know, and 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 also we all know our politicians, and and it's not controversial to support, believe it or not, international religious freedom. It is not. Right. It's one of folks. If you want to get behind your politician, Republican, Democrat, moderate, the right. one thing you can take to the bank, and I guarantee you, most, if not all, of the international religious freedom legislation or the cases, they come together. They cross the aisle. So you know what? Let's do our part to support them and say, we appreciate that. In such a polarizing time, we appreciate you standing up for freedom of conscience. So this is one where, where you, you know, you can show them. We always say we want politicians to behave differently. Well, let's show up and, and, and appreciate when they do. Good word. Thank you, my friend. Good to talk with you. You too, Don. Thank you. Again, uh, Luanne Sabatier, and it's a great organization. She said, just check it out at 21 Wilberforce. Dot org two one wilberforce.org all the information you'll need there china prisoners of conscious rally 12 to 1 u.s capitol on the east lawn house side on thursday the 12th balance of nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule i went to 
have my blood test done a few weeks ago, and I met the doctor, and he was really encouraged by my progress, and I showed him what I was taking, and he started looking at all the ingredients, and he said, I'm really impressed with the shiitake mushroom, (laughs) and he said, this stuff, it could clean out your arteries, and I'm like, oh, wow, he said, you may be onto something here, and he said, you just keep that up, and maybe you can start cutting back on your medication, and he says, you're you're helping your health by doing that, and I'm like, whoa, endorsement by the doctor. <laughs> when you call, use discount code NOW, and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751, or go on Online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code now. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Let's face it, we live in a time where we constantly have to sift through fake news and fake qualifications. Here in Florida, with the uptick in the need for electrical contractors, it's not unusual to hear about electricians who either portray their abilities beyond that which they're licensed for or they're not licensed at all, compromising the quality of work and the safety of their clients. You can rest secure knowing that Mr. Sparky electricians are fully licensed and qualified to perform the installations and repairs you require. Not only are Mr. Sparky electricians fully licensed, they're background checked, drug tested, they arrive on time, and every bit of work they do is satisfaction guaranteed 100%. And there's nothing fake about that. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The World Health Organization has now recognized video game addiction as a serious threat to public health. The 11th International Classification of Diseases defines gaming disorder as playing games so obsessively that it takes precedence over other life interests. Up to 6% of adolescents reportedly suffer from this condition, in which they play on their devices more than 10 hours a day, ignoring sleep, food, personal hygiene, schoolwork, and social relationships. With this new classification, insurance will begin providing treatment and rehab for those trying to shake the addiction. The most successful games employ brain science to lure players into constant play, and now public health authorities will try to use similar sophistication to cure those who have become addicted. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. I think we're all taught, you know, trials are good for us. We, we Our character grows. When you face a difficult situation, what do you see? Ted Cunningham gives a different perspective for tough times on Focus on the Family Minute. I think most of us are learning in life, you know, personally or corporately to let's try to avoid trials at all costs. And that's good. I don't want to go looking for them. But if we spend enough time on how to process them, and so when you read, you know, count it all joy when you face trials of many kinds, how do you really look to trials as joy? I was in the church. I grew up in the church. 26 years, I never looked at trials with joy. I never saw them as this is an opportunity for me to lean in, press in, grow and learn from what, what's happening here. Encouragement from Ted to face your trials at FamilyMinute.org. Bob Larson. 
The Don Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. A Christian church in Laurel, Maryland, is now in court in an effort to push back against a cease and desist letter that it received, I guess, back in January from the city of Laurel. Christiana Holcomb is legal counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, and she brings a great deal of experience to such matters as this. As She's worked to defend the constitutionally protected freedoms of churches and religions and schools, religious schools, I should say, and Christian ministries over the years. And uh, she's engaged in this issue as well. And, Christiana, thank you for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. Tell us the background of this story, how this church got started, and was there any indication of going in that it was going to run into this kind of problem? And uh, what are the issues that it's facing as a church? Sure. Well, Redemption Community Church is a tiny church in the city of Laurel, Maryland, really with a heart to serve the underprivileged and the homeless in its community. And it was with that intent that it purchased property in downtown Laurel. It intended to open a coffee shop where those who might not be familiar with the gospel who were unchurched could come in and have a warm and welcoming environment. And then the church could invite them to study the Bible and worship with them on Sundays. But unfortunately, almost as soon as the church purchased the property, the city of Laurel, Maryland, started to change the zoning laws. And in fact, they went so far as to block the church from holding worship in its own property and threatened it with fines of up to $250 per day that it worshiped in its own building. So the church ultimately was left with no other recourse but to file a federal lawsuit because federal law is very clear. Governments cannot use their zoning laws to discriminate against religious organizations. How common is that across the nation, uh, Christiana, when uh, when uh, city councils and uh, city officials don't want something like that to occur? They can often use that as a weapon, can't they? That's exactly right. It's far more common than what you might realize. You know, many churches, especially small startup churches, are not aware of their legal rights under federal law. And frankly, they commonly just don't have the financial resources to push back against a powerful city council. And so unfortunately, these governments, local governments, often are able to get away with this type of overt discrimination. But it's really important to be clear. Congress passed a law that explicitly says that local governments cannot discriminate against religious institutions and their zoning. If they allow secular groups to meet in that zone, they must extend the same opportunity to religious groups. As a matter of fact, I'm noticing in this article uh, that I was referencing earlier, uh, real estate listings for the new space uh, when they were looking, apparently, noted it to be ideal for several purposes, including church and school. Three churches are within a block of the storefront building, And as a matter of fact, Redemption, I guess, sold their sanctuary to another church a few years ago. But uh, they were really led into this kind of blindly in that the current laws as they existed uh, uh, said nothing to discourage them. Am I right? 
You're exactly right. In fact, the city has conceded that at the time Redemption Community Church first looked at the property, and even at the point at which it purchased the property for just under half a million dollars, that houses of worship were permitted in that zone. But as soon as the city council figured out that Redemption intended to use the building as a house of worship, they intentionally started changing their zoning code to prevent that. And again, that's just blatantly in violation of federal law. Now, what is the what are the ostensible issues for the city? What are their rationales, if you will, for arguing in this way and and changing their zoning laws? Well, I would sure like to know. So to (laughs) date in the litigation, the city really has not yet produced a good reason for changing its zoning code to discriminate against churches. You know, it's made some sundry claims about, well, parking could be an issue in downtown. Well, we're talking about Sunday mornings. Main Street is vacant on Sunday mornings. And furthermore, the church has permission to use a number of different other businesses' parking lots, again, because Main Street is vacant. So the city has yet to produce a credible reason for discriminating against the church in this way. And again, their preposterous nature of their position is highlighted by the fact that they allow a lot of large secular groups to exist as of right, like halls for the performing arts and symphonies, which are going to have a significantly greater impact on the zone than this teeny tiny church would. I want to talk more about it uh, for another segment. Christiana Holcomb with me, legal counsel for an organization that we feature often on this show, and many of you have great respect for it as well you should. The Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF. And stay with us. We're going to come back with more. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The World Health Organization has now recognized video game addiction as a serious threat to public health. The 11th International Classification of Diseases defines gaming disorder as playing games so obsessively that it takes precedence over other life interests. Up to 6% of adolescents reportedly suffer from this condition, in which they play on their devices more than 10 hours a day, ignoring sleep, food, personal hygiene, schoolwork, and social relationships. With this new classification, insurance will begin providing treatment and rehab for those trying to shake the addiction. The most successful games employ brain science to lure players into constant play, and now public health authorities will try to use similar sophistication to cure those who have become addicted. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. The wrath of God is God's deliberate punishment for sin. God punishes the unbeliever, the wicked. He disciplines his children. Watch this. Discipline is correction, and his wrath is his punishment. And that is because he's a holy God, and God is a just God. Those who rebel against him, those who refuse him, the punishment of God is coming upon them. God is a God of justice, and his justice demands penalty for sin. His atoning death of Jesus takes care of our sin. God does not desire that anyone be lost. He desires that all be saved, but he gives enough freedom for men and women to make a choice. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley 
at intouch.org. Sin. Sin. You don't like to hear that word? No big surprise. I don't like to say it. Hi, I'm Chuck Swindoll. We don't even like to talk about sin. We don't like to think about sin. But the problem is, we still have to deal with it. You see, we were born wrong with God. The same sin that Adam introduced into the human race has been polluting that river of blood all the way through time. All have sinned because Adam sinned. Well, how do we get out of this mess? By believing in Jesus Christ, the one who paid the full price for that sin. I thought that was something you might want to hear today. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. We sometimes wonder why God allows us to go through certain experiences in life. The great devotional writer Oswald Chambers offered this reflection. If you are going to be used by God, He will take you through a number of experiences that are not meant for you personally at all. They are designed to make you useful in His hands and to enable you to understand what takes place in the lives of others. Just as Jesus Christ suffered as a human in order to know our needs, sometimes God uses an uncomfortable circumstance to help us understand the needs of others. And this is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's reasons for your trials on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com. Start your journey home today. On its small class sizes and offers classes that range from preschool three to the eighth grade. If this is what you are looking for in a school and would like more information or to begin the enrollment process, call 301-490-1076 or fbslaurel.com. Headline, Maryland Church banned from services in its own building fights back in court. You can find the column at stream.org, and uh, it is written by my guest this hour, Christiana Holcomb, legal counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom, ADF, ADF ADF.org, their website as well. And Christiana, among other things, I noted in your column, uh, clubs welcome, new churches blocked when the coffee shop opened in April of 2017, they started church services on Sundays, and you say city officials then, quote, started probing and poking their noses around and asking very interesting questions. What can you tell us about that? No, you're exactly right. It was really odd. Uh, Members of the city started asking church members, are you raising your hands in worship? Are you holding worship services in the building? There are eyes everywhere, and you're being watched. So a a lot of very probing questions about the church's religious practices and how it would carry out a religious service. But to your point earlier, you're exactly right. There are numerous other secular groups that are allowed to exist in downtown Laurel, Maryland, as of right. In fact, in our lawsuit, we list at least 13 different secular types of groups, everything from, again, theaters, to comedy clubs, to schools, 
to health spas, to halls for the performing arts and disc jockeys, karaoke bars, all sorts of entertainment, secular venues where large groups of people can gather. But the city of Laurel somehow thought, for some reason, that churches needed, quote, an extra layer of scrutiny, is what they said in their city council meeting, an extra layer of scrutiny for religious institutions. And again, as we discussed earlier, that clearly violates federal law. And in addition to that, uh, one of the rationales they tried to give you was that uh, uh, the passing of these, uh, this law banning nonprofits from that particular zoning district was to protect the historic nature of downtown Main Street, and yet you've just cited (laughs) some elements that certainly don't sound very historic to me, karaoke bars, disc jockeys, and more. (laughs) I completely agree with you. I mean, I would think churches of all entities would be more in line with the historic character of downtown Main Street in Laurel, Maryland, than a karaoke bar or a disc jockey for sure. So again, it it looks like the city of Laurel is just throwing up a bunch of desks and tossing out a bunch of red herrings to the court, trying to disguise what's clearly underlying their motive here, which appears to be discrimination against a religious institution. On that last point, uh, you uh, and ADF kind of send out uh, a heads up to churches and religious groups in this regard. I read that over six years you've uh, been helping defend a lot of religious groups against just this sort of thing. How can churches prepare themselves proactively, uh, seeing these dangers perhaps coming ahead and being uh, prepare, uh, preparing themselves legally with protection? Absolutely. There's a couple of different things. Number one, keep tabs on your local city council and local government. Be involved. Attend meetings. A lot of these very bad policies and bad laws are passed at the local city level where most people simply don't take notice until it's too late. But secondly, get connected with Alliance Defending Freedom. We've got a brand new church alliance program whereby um, when you connect with us, we can do an audit of your bylaws and policies, um, offer you free legal guidance and counsel, answer your questions. And then if you're faced with a situation similar to what Redemption Community Church has faced, we will file a lawsuit on your behalf to protect your religious freedom and your constitutional rights. Now, this is sadly the uh, conditions that we're facing. Like it or not, this is where the culture is and has been moving in some, uh, for some time in a direction of animus and hostility, outright hostility sometimes toward churches. Ironically, churches, as we know, were justified in communities and even to the point of tax-exempt status because of their value to society. And that value of churches to culture and to society has not uh, has not diminished, has it? Oh, no, not whatsoever. And again, these are constitutionally and federally protected rights. And it's important not only for the individual church and its members to stand up against government overreach and protect their rights, But it's also so important for precedent and for the church next door or down the street um, to stand up for your rights 
also sets very helpful precedent that will protect and preserve the rights of your neighbors as well. So, again, just encourage churches out there to connect with Alliance Defending Freedom via its new Church Alliance program so that together we can stand against this type of government hostility to people of faith. And in the meantime, we want to be praying for our friends at Redemption Community Church. And uh, what's your prognosis as to time of outcome and ultimate result? Well, it's always a guessing game, but we had a hearing before the federal district court in early June, and we expect to have a decision on that particular hearing uh, here very shortly. And we're optimistic. Again, I would say federal law is very clear, and we expect that ultimately Redemption Community Church's constitutional and federal rights will be protected. Thanks for your time, Christiana. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Again, Christiana Holcomb, ADF attorney working with Alliance Defending Freedom and working on behalf of a Christian church in Laurel, Maryland. Now in court, as a matter of fact, uh, pushing back against a cease and desist letter it received back at the start of the year from the city of Laurel. And everything I've read about it uh, in the references we've made today and heard from her certainly seems to be the the church is being very unfairly discriminated against. And uh, if you're in the Laurel area, perhaps you can get involved and encourage the church itself and certainly pray for a right outcome because there's a sense in which uh, every person has, uh, well, if you will, a dog in this fight, uh, an issue. Uh, They're affected by the outcome ultimately. Stay with us. We have more here on this edition of the show. Grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Are you sick of cigarettes ruling your life? Tired of the yellow teeth and shortness of breath? Think nothing out there works? Think again. Introduce Introducing Miraset, the all-new revolutionary solution to stop smoking forever. Miraset is an all-natural spray registered with the FDA created from homeopathic ingredients. Miraset suppresses your nicotine cravings and withdrawal symptoms, allowing your body to reprogram itself to remove the crave forever. Former longtime smokers are marveling over the effectiveness of Miraset. Randy writes, I've tried several stop-smoking products without any success. After trying Miraset, my overall health is so much better, and my urges have gone away. Miraset is not a temporary solution with harmful side effects like some of these other products. It is an all-natural and permanent solution to stop smoking for good. Order your one-month supply of Miraset today to end the nicotine addiction for only $49.95 with a money-back guarantee. We care about restoring your health. Order Miraset now and stop smoking forever. Call 800-394-6149. That's 800-394-6149. 800-394-6149. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. 
Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's godvine.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Looking to further your career as an electrician? Don't do it yourself. Team up with Mr. Sparky instead. We offer electricians of all levels great perks that you just won't get going in alone, like health, dental, and vision, and paid time off. So apply today and turn your dream job into a reality. You don't have to put up with any malarkey called 888-8-SPARKY. Terms and conditions may apply. Call for details. Independently owned and operated. Licensed in the respective state or county. more minutes of the show remaining for today's edition and again happy to share the day with the bill bunkley show audience on faith talk 570 a.m